whatever it means to you podcast doing it doing it number 62 my guest today you know i'm just gonna go go ahead and say i, I always have a good time doing these podcasts but this one it was just a fun one you know um also kind of cool because I, I didn't know much much about my two guests uh hollywood meach and oblique from strangers elevated underground have a new project coming out so they swung by to talk with us for a little bit about it and uh, it was a very enjoyable time. Shane, you got anything? We had a blast, man. Those guys are outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Dude. Yeah, they're about to... And and rumor has it... I don't want to give anything away, but rumor has it they might be doing something similar uh, kind of to what we're doing, too. So uh, so keep an ear out for that as that comes out. Um, they've got some very, very exciting things coming up that you hear through throughout the podcast. But one thing that I will just say, a uh, new album coming out April 19th. We're going to get into it on the podcast, so I hope you enjoy listening. Hit us up, wimt.podcast at gmail.com. Episode 62. From Boat Studios in Destin, Florida, it's the Whatever It Means to You podcast. It's something that most people don't like at first. With Jared Gramblin. I love my job, but I hate talking to people like you. And Shane Denton. White people, yay! We got a good one for you today! All right, Whatever It Means to You podcast, we are in here with Hollywood Meach and Oblique of Strangers... Of elevated underground, correct? Absolutely. All right. What's you up, guys? What up? What's happening? How y'all what doing? Man? Up, I'm feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. We're at, well. To tell you the truth, man, we're really actually we're, we're kind of excited to be in this room. This room's still new to us. Uh, we did it for uh, over right. a year at our at our old location, which kind of felt more like an attic. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hot, stanking. <laughs> I have this mental image of y'all just stanking in there. <laughs> That's why we had an air purifier, man. We had, we had a fuse over there. Yeah, it smelled good in here, though. <laughs> yeah. Y'all came up. <laughs> Y'all ain't in the basement no more. Straight up. Yeah, so thanks for coming on. I was, I was just telling you a little bit kind of what kind of what we do here. Um, so if you just want to start out introducing yourselves and, you know, uh, kind of what brought you here to, to where we are right now. Hey, man. Um, my name is Oblique. Full name would be Oblique the Architect. Um, I'm the Swiss Army Knife of the Strangers Elevated Underground Entertainment. Uh, pretty much I do everything entertainment, so mm. that's me. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know who I am, if you look at our picture, I'm the one with the long dreads. I cut them. Mm. But in the picture, I got the long dreads. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but he still got some dreads. Me, uh, I go. I got a lot of names. Uh, Hollywood, for short. Hollywood Meach is my uh, handle in The Strangers. Uh, Meach, whatever, Prince of the City, all kind of stuff. Me, what I do, I'm just pretty much... I guess the vision, the guy, I'm the guy that comes up with the crazy ideas and this guy right here makes them happen. So mm-hmm. I can call him up at like three in the morning like, yo, I got an idea. And he's like, okay, it's feasible. This is not feasible. Right. This but, is how much but, this is, but we're going to have to do it this way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm so pretty much like the dreamer. He's like the technical Okay. Yeah. And then the strangers, I'm just I just bring I don't know what I bring I just bring the bars. I put it like this in a freestyle battle. Like we in a, if we had a venue and somebody want to battle, you know, out of the seven that we got, it'd be like, yo, unleash the cracking, and we put Hollywood Media on stage. Okay. <laughs> I, I see you have the Detroit hat. Is that just uh, uh, that's where I'm from? Okay. Shots out seven mile out of drive east side Detroit. Okay. Yeah, my whole family's from Michigan. Word. Well, That's you got a good family. Then. You know, <laughs> well, look at you guys. It's yeah, all cozy. You know what it is. Yeah. Are you a Lions fan as well? I'm. I'm a Lions fan. I'm a Tigers fan. <laughs> Red Wings right? is everything, man. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. It's we hard. recently made some moves though. We did. Let's see what happens. Yeah, Let's see what happens. I'm praying. But the Browns made some moves too, and it's crazy. <laughs> 
Why is that so funny to me? The, that, Browns, made, the Browns made a move. The Browns are going to start dominating shit. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's scary. It is. It's scary if you look at their offense. But the, the thing is, just like being just like being a Detroit fan, I feel like we, uh, the Lions fans, we share something with the Browns fans. We do. We're one of four teams that have never even been to a never Super Bowl, much less right. won one. Right. <laughs> I just want to go. Hey, let me tell you from experience. I'm a Falcons fan. <laughs> we know what happened to you. Exactly. <laughs> Enjoy not going because when you go and those things happen to you, 28-3, when those things happen to you, it make you not even want to go. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I just want to go and be 28-3. Need. I don't care. Man, whatever, man. And my roommate a Patriots fan. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a bad two years. It was bad. I want to watch y'all for that bet. I bet it against y'all and won a, a nice watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. Oblique, where are you from originally? I'm from Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, no, born and raised. Sense, born and raised. I'm a journeyman, though. I've been a little bit everywhere. You know okay. what I'm saying? But I'm, I mean, up until my adult years and most of my high school, like, uh, I'm, I'm a Georgia boy, man. Red mm-hmm. Clay. Yeah. All day. You know I mean? Yeah. Well, the, the way we kind of got hooked up, I've always kind of uh, been aware of what, what you guys do. But my friend TJ said, you know, you need to get Oblique on there. He's got a story. So, so you know. Um, I guess you and him were, were in school together. Man, when I right? tell you it's a small world, because I never knew TJ. When we was kids, I never knew him. Like, we went to the same middle school. He was in eighth grade. I was in seventh grade. But he's lived his life, you know, been everywhere. Whatever I live my life, I've been where I'm talking about Maine, Kentucky, Germany. I've been a little bit everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I get down here. I'm down here for a few years. You know, TJ started Green Door. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Green Door is one of our spots, especially the old treehouse. And uh, I remember going in there. And I was like, the first time I saw him, I was like, man, he looked mad familiar. But I couldn't piece it. And then one night we're in there and he's playing the guitar. We all sit in a little power Indian style, listen to TJ tell stories and play the guitar. <laughs> anyway, and he said something about Kenton, Georgia. And I was like, ah. So I go holler at him after. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to uh, Teasley Middle School. I'm like, bro, I went to Teasley Middle School. He's like, what year? He was a year ahead of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it all came full circle. And now he's one of like, my closest friends down here. But he's... Open so many doors yeah. for us all the way together. He shows real love. Yeah, yeah. Shout out TJ. Yeah, Support yeah. is a verb, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a good one. I think yeah. we have TJ coming in, and I think I have him scheduled like two weeks from now to come Word. back in. Word. He's been, he, he's he's been in on Panama before. City, right? I, I don't. I'm not sure where he is right now. Um, I think he's doing like remodeling. He's probably doing some restorations. Great. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've seen that last yeah. Time. There's a lot of work out there. Right yeah, now. it is. <clears throat> Another one of my friends is. Uh, I think. I think he's booked for like the next year, just doing um, out outdoor. Enclosures, yeah, like screened-in porches and That's stuff like up. that. At least they're 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 reacting kind of fast. I know it's still a lot messed up out there, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, we all you know what that is, man. It's opportunity, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Opportunity always comes out of something bad. Yeah, yeah, that's it, true. It was crazy. Have you been over there? Have you seen it? Nah, I ain't went over. I have. There. I have. Oh. We actually um, loaded up a couple of U-Hauls when it first happened, mm-hmm. and when they was letting people in. Me and a couple of people got together and uh, we loaded up like three U-Haul trucks and just took stuff there. Yeah. So it, it was it was like some third world country shit. It was man. weird. It was very yeah, strange. It was it was, it was cool to see the coast like react to that though because I remember when you, Mish, I remember when you was was collecting all mm-hmm. the supplies and stuff and and to see it up and down the coast even <clears> as far as Houston like it was crazy to see the coast response to it because <clears> a lot of times we rely on like the government and all the type of yeah. stuff but like to see the people really just step up to help that was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. Shane and I went over for uh, for just a day, yeah. just with a bunch of chainsaws and stuff, and just mm-hmm. 
we were just so overwhelmed yeah, by yeah, where. Was, <laughs> yeah, they say it looked like a bomb landed on us. Oh, yeah. It was, exa- it was yeah. exactly that. And, and we were all like, "How how can we be used? Like, right. like what what? How can we best be utilized?" So we we essentially found one family whose whole their their whole front yard, like trees mm-hmm. on cars and all that kind of stuff, and we were just like. These are the people who were helping, and right. we just busted out our chainsaws and started tearing up trees That's and stuff. Sad. Just because, you know, if you, there's no way we we're gonna go over there and make an, a, a huge impact. Right. But if we could make one person who who suffered, you yeah. know, if we could make their day better, that was kind of our plan to do That's to dope. do that, man. Right. So That's dope, though. It was wild. But uh, but anyway, yeah, man, we're gonna have TJ back in soon. That's crazy that you guys went to the same middle school. Yeah, yeah man, our, small world, here. man. Yeah. And like out of the everywhere we could have ended up on this. On this planet, in this or just in this country, somehow we end up on, on the yeah. you know in the eight fifty. So yeah, you mentioned Germany. Cool. How were you in Germany? Basketball, man. Basketball. Oh, okay. I got a little. I got. I got a little bit with me. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm old now. You feel he me? can't do nothing with me though. Whatever. Man. <laughs> he love, he love playing on my team. He can't do nothing with me. <laughs> he love playing on my team, man. So what? You played like uh, I was some a point football. guard? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah Leipzig, Germany. Okay. Yeah, played a year over there. So. Where'd you Where'd you play college ball? Uh, Bria College. Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. So, I ran track and played ball for Bria College. Played a little bit in Leipzig, and then mm-hmm. hurt myself, hurt my back. Well, I was already hurt, but it was mm-hmm. exposed. Then yeah. Now I'm here. Okay. So right yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh about what you have going on with this music thing. Like you, you've kind of recently taken a new direction, right? Well, a lot of people know us for like like. Me, me specifically, they knew me from the Strange Tang days. Mm-hmm. That's how TJ met us, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then this whole thing, it just grew, like, met D, met Meech at the, uh, at the, at the Lick Store, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I was at Lick Store getting some Ciroc. Yeah, and I tried to sell him an album, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I tried to sell him an album, and he's like, he was like, oh, you rap? I'm like, yeah, he's like, but you won't rap right now. I'm like, oh, word. So I rap for him. That connection happens, but he already knew one of my close friends that was already with us, mm-hmm. Chris Carter. So it was just, and then you know, you just you keep on adding more people down the way. And we had all these solo artists, but it was like it didn't make no sense for us mm-hmm. to be trying to push everybody separately. Mm-hmm. Like we, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah. And the strangers just evolved from there. I mean, he yeah. he got a little more insight on that though. Yeah, it was just to me, like I say, how we met. You know, what I'm saying. I piggyback on that. I, I was done with music because I went to high school here. I went to high school at Fort Warren Beach High School. So oh, okay. Fort, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Fort Warren. What, what year? Uh, I graduated 02. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, 03. I'm tripping, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Credits. You know how that shit go. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I, I, I had some, I got some roots here, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though being from Detroit. So, but I was doing music before they got here for a while, and you know, just freestyling at parties, getting my, getting a name for myself. Because you know, being from Detroit, it, it we come from that cloth where you gotta go rap against the best. Like, mm-hmm. so that's where a lot of my stuff come from: battling mm-hmm. and freestyling. I'm really good at that too. But uh, like I said, I met him, but uh, I had a connection with uh, Chris Carter, another guy, one of our producers that we had, and he was just always like, "Man, you got to come back to the music, man. You dope, you dope." And then. Uh, one of my boys, Scotty, he bartended at the Green Door, the new Green Door that moved on uh, 98. Okay, yeah. And uh, he just was like, man, come come check it out. Because he knew I rapped. And I went one day, and I was just sitting in the cut like I always do. And he was like, anybody got a 16? And he comes up to me, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? And I rap. And then after that, they was blown away. So the rest is kind of like history. And now mm-hmm. we here. For like shows, I'm talking about like for over a year, he was he was rocking with us, but not. Working yeah. with us, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But every show he would show up, 
and he would bring people with him. And I knew he could rap, so like when it came time for the ciphers, I would jump off stage like, "Hey, dog, I know you got a sixteen. No, you're gonna rap. You're yeah. gonna rap tonight." Yeah, he mm-hmm. like made me rap. He said no a few times, <laughs> but after a while, he just knew when the cipher come, I'm about to bring this mic to you, and you're right. gonna rap. Yeah, yeah. Just to be, just to clarify, when you say you got a sixteen, you're talking about bars. Yeah, yeah. okay, sixteen, yeah, yeah. Right. 16, 16 bars. bars. What are you okay. talking about? I don't know. That's yeah. just what I assumed. I don't. I'm not, I'm not. I don't know that terminology. Yeah, 16 bars. Yeah, 16, 16 yeah, bars. Verse, like yeah. just a verse. Yeah, just yeah. show up with a verse, and he he don't have to show up with a verse because he freestyles. And like one of the few people that I've ever met that can actually freestyle off yeah. the dome. Like a lot of people, they rap something they wrote. Yeah, you know what I mean, which is a form of freestyle, I guess, but the traditional style. Yeah. Not trying to put does. you, not trying yeah. to put you on the spot uh, right now, but can you, you throw I, one out for us real quick? I give you punchlines, metaphor. I do all that. All right, let me see. I'm just going off the top. Yo, where we at? What it means to you? What it do? A whole concept that I never knew. Then I pulled up, seen a Range Rover outside. Wonder where the range can take me. So then I rolled over, realized it was all a dream. You know, like Biggie do said you was from Michigan. I said I'm from Michigan too. So if I break it down and really analyze the lines, you see it like a dread twisted in my mind. You wouldn't even know what I'm saying till I said it again. Then I'm twisting. Now I'm back with my friends. What does it mean to you? You know, what I'm saying that was just something like something like off the dome. Yeah, that was just something like yeah. But nice, he used to be freestyling, and then when he's yeah. in his element, like, I watched this dude. Yeah. I watched this dude at a think tank one time. Think tank is a thing Green Door does where they just get a bunch of random uh, musicians together, so it's live instrumentation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then they get an MC, and the MC's just there for, like, two, three hours, and they're just creating. And I watched this dude freestyle for, like, 20 minutes straight. And one of the freestyles he did was, like, him a kid walking up to him at the airport and him just giving the kid life advice and I watched it evolve in real time and I liked him as an artist before that yeah after that I I was a fan of him mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and there's levels to it you yeah, know, I absolutely. liked him but right. I became his fan that night yeah, right. it was nuts man but let me tell you how he played me now <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you how he played me one time so we was uh now keep in mind we were building a rapport right and so you know he had a label or whatever and uh so my boy Chris was like, yo, you need to get down with us. You need to get down with us. And I was like, man, I'm done. I ain't, I'm not really rapping no more. You know what I'm saying? That's not where I'm at. I'm trying to do other things with real estate and things like that. And he was like, man, you got to get down with us. Uh, O's a solid guy, blah, 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 this. So me and him started being cool, you know, talking after the show because he would make me rap. So I hit him up on a text, and I'm like, yo, you know, I'm ready to get down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when can I meet you? Da, da, da. He hits me with one of these. He hit me with the Puff Daddy. Yo, come at 2 o'clock. My time is money. I got stuff I got to do. Don't be late. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, what the, what? Oh, huh? Oh, he played me. So I was like, all right, cool. Because, you know, I didn't want to be. I was like, all right, bet. So then when I get there, he like, oh, that was you? Man, my bad, man. Come on in, bro. You know what I'm saying? He tried to play me, though. He tried to diddy me. Hey, real look, quick. man. Hey. I didn't know who he was. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't know who was texting me. And you got to understand in the position that I'm in, because I'm kind of like one of the gatekeepers when it comes to hip-hop in this area. So, like, I have so many people contacting me every day wanting an opportunity. I didn't realize it was him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't know it was him. So I'm like, look, man, hey, be here all the time. Look, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't play with me, man. You know what I'm saying? And he, I remember when he walked through, I was like, ah, oh, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, well, I appreciate that because y'all were definitely on time for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I'm always on time. It's important, man. Yeah. It, it really is. Yeah. It, really, it was just the way he did me, though. He did me like we, because I'm like, he man, we, we just, <laughs> we just talked like last weekend, like, 
You send me the contract and everything. Talk about, <laughs> yo, hurry up. Be on time. You ain't got things to do. Take that. Take that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. But hey, he showed up on time, though. I was on time. <laughs> I'm always on time, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, so so you all have a whole a whole new project coming out, right? Yes. Let's yes. talk about that. Brotherhood built this the yeah. official debut album. Uh, everybody knows about the IMDJ DZ project. We were not the strangers when that album was created. We became the strangers through the process of making that album. Okay. So this is the debut strangers album, and it's called Brotherhood Built This. Okay. And it drops April nineteenth. Yeah. 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 Good timing. On purpose. Why is that? Good Friday. You know what the day okay. after April 19th is. Oh, that's how I was... <laughs> well, of course. We want to make sure everybody has the album for 420. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. Oh, I was thinking Good Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. I, was I didn't know. I don't is know. It, is Good Friday April 19th? It is Good so. Friday. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And on See, Good I... Saturday, it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> talking about Good Friday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so to talk a little bit about it, man. Um, you know, man, what, what this, can we expect? This album is definitely, if you heard the DZ Project, you might as well go ahead and like think of something completely different because it's not the same Strangers that you got on the album. Mm-hmm. This is a V12 yeah. production. It sounds different. It is more introspective. It's more personal. It's a little grittier. It's 100% real, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We talk about a lot of different topics. Uh, the single Pay Attention is already out on social media, iTunes, anywhere you can buy music. Just look up The Strangers, Pay Attention. It'll turn up. But um, even that song, like the message of that record, you know, it's a double, double-edged sword in terms of it is our responsibility to take care of the youth. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it's We wrote the song as we were writing verses to ourselves. Like, if we could talk to our younger selves, what would we tell ourselves? But then it evolved when we shot the video to... It takes a village to raise a child. So mm-hmm. when you see a child doing wrong things, don't just turn away. Take that child under your wing. Teach them. Don't mm-hmm. just chastise them. Teach them. Um, but the album in itself, we touch on a broad range of of topics, but it's it's all of us. It's more about us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're not necessarily talking about people outside of ourselves. We're talking about things that we feel and how things have affected us. It so just, it's, it's just deeper. It's just a saying? growth, I think. Like, yeah. I don't... Like, I don't want to say it was, like, just, just something totally different. It's just, like, you got to think when we dropped I Am DJ DZ album, it'll be three years in May, yeah. May 30th. So from the growth of these cats coming together as solo artists, right, and everybody's having their, quote-unquote, own movement and coming from not wanting to do music or somebody doing music, and then you coming to the label and the spots being switched up. So from there, it was kind of like the DZ project was like, okay, it's fun, let's figure this out. But then between then and now, it's all the turmoil you got to go through and all the fights and the mm-hmm. arguments. And then mm-hmm. it's like, is this guy want to be in the group still? Or is he down? Or, or So all that music and pain and then what's going on outside your window, you know what I mean? And in relationships. And we bring all that together. Seven guys come together as one and we make this album. And that's how Brotherhood Built This came about. And then it was just like, we're not using no outside entities to as far as exactly yeah. produce. Mm-hmm. So we no outside to... features outside <clears throat> of our team. Like, so it's all yeah. 100% in-house, it's us. the whole project. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the whole project. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's definitely a growth album. I mean, he, like you said, it's a growth album, but it, it sounds like we're grown men on this album. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, there's no, it's no gimmicks. How difficult is it doing what you do in, in our area? Very hard. Yeah, I'll answer that. (laughs) It's very difficult because of the simple fact is, okay, I'm going to say this too. Like, so we had some success with Destin, right? 
and the song Destin. Mm-hmm. And from Destin, you would think when you got over like almost 200,000 views, like somebody would reach out to you and be like, yo, we need to make this song something. We need to put this at a hotel or something, you know. None of those calls happened. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't get any shows in Destin. We didn't get booked anywhere in mm-hmm. Destin, you know what I mean? And it just made me realize it's just like some places it's not, they're not willing to accept mm-hmm. the music. Yeah, I'll, I'll say just the music. You know, I won't go into too much detail, but just the music is like, nah, we're not with that. Mm-hmm. So it it's when I say it's hard, it is hard, but it's rewarding because the people that, that rock with us, the people that fuck with us, they fuck with it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yo, this needs to be somewhere. You know what I'm saying? But then you have to get over that wall. And that wall is frustrating to jump mm-hmm. over that wall because, you know, if the city gravitated to town, if gravitated to it the way it should, then maybe we would be bigger mm-hmm. or farther. But I just feel like then that's when I have to come talk to my brothers and talk to myself and meditate within myself and realize I'm right where I need to be, where, yeah. where we need to be. And when it happens, it happens. Well, it's also uh, <clears throat> it's also difficult for anything. For me being a booking agent in here, uh, 80, 85% of the gigs that I book are – for for bands and artists who want to be doing original music, right. but they have to go do a covers. four hour gig right. of eighty percent covers, and right. they can throw it in. It's everywhere. There's there's forty places to play between, uh, you know, from bridge to bridge, right? You know, right. Uh, but the thing is, if you if you aren't going to play, you know, Sublime right. and and whatever else, right. The, right. your opportunities are extremely limited, right. and and that's. That's why I think places uh, like the Green Door and, and what they're doing at Enlightened and, and all that are yeah, important. Very important because very you can important. go you can go do whatever you like very there. Important. And we I, also look at our area, though. I think one of the hardest things about what we do because there's there's a blessing about being here and there's a curse about being here mm-hmm. in terms of what we do. Hip hop has such a bad stigma in general mm-hmm. based on what people assume it is based on what mainstream True. presents. Mm-hmm. True. They have it has such a bad stigma about what type of crowd it's going to draw, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So being down here, one of the advantages, there's not a lot of people that do what we do at the level that we do it. Mm-hmm. So we do stick out. Yeah. But the bad side of it is when it comes to getting booked, mm-hmm. well, they don't want hip-hop at their venue. Mm-hmm. They'll play it in between the bands on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, yeah, but they don't want they don't want stage. us on their stage yeah. mm-hmm. because, and I don't know, I don't actually don't actually know why. I, yeah. All I can do is assume yeah. that you would think with a record as big as Destin, as big as Destin was, you would think that Destin would have cared. Yeah. Well, I right. think the the two places that were here that was a venue for that are just gone. That was Nighttown That's and too. Overboard. That's true yeah. too. Uh, I mean, shit. Uh, 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 Waka Flocka, uh, uh, Ying Yang, uh, yeah, overboard, yeah, 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 overboard, all that, yeah. yeah. But you got uh, venues that'll let Waka Flocka come in, but yeah. they ain't gonna put them on their stage, no, though. They won't. You know what I'm saying? And that's the. But same see, thing. and I also think with us too, that we fall into a category where it's like we're not like the you know the indie the bands, and then we're not like the ratchet rap music that's mm-hmm. popping right now right. because it is a place that gets booked. They they bring out the you know <clears throat> uh, quote unquote mumble rappers and yeah, stuff right. like that. But we fall in a category where we're neither one of those. Mm-hmm. So right. it's like, damn, we got to find our own lane. And yeah. that's just kind of what we did. Yeah. You know, we just, we was like, okay, they not going to book us. They not going to book us. We just finna, <laughs> we finna make our own lane. So we, we booked ourselves. It. Like, it literally, yeah. that's what it became. Like, and, and it's always been that way. When I first moved to Florida, the first thing people told me when I told them I was a rapper and I, and I had this label, and they was like, well, there ain't no hip-hop scene there. And all I said was, well, watch. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize what they meant. 
until I started trying to get in the mix down here. And it's so hard to get in the mix because of what we said. Mm-hmm, it's like yeah. we're in that in-between place. Yeah. You know, so it became a situation where we had to create our own platform. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are. That's why we are where we are now. Because yeah. we, t- we took on that challenge. What's your take on, on, on modern mainstream hip-hop? <laughs> See, me, personally, I, I think it's just evolution, man. I think everything comes full circle. Everything comes around. Like, perfect example. If you can go back to when uh, Curtis Blow and all those other guys, these are the breaks. You know, it was it was kind of basic. It was the, the flow was basic. It was the basic flow. It was on some, you know, the the boom bap. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to a point where it evolved to where it was more intricate, and you had to be lyrical, and you couldn't sound like no one else. And you know what I'm saying? It was your wordplay, and you had different different things. You couldn't sound like nobody in the golden era, as I say. Now, then it came around to where after the Soldier Boy and the dance. Kids don't care about what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's 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 the young it's a young person's game when it comes to consuming music. We just do it for the people around our age and you know to keep it going. But as far as like mainstream, it's a young it's a young person's thing. Yeah, so, yeah. You need to think like you're talking to nine to, right, to right, sixteen right. year olds, and you're yeah. talking to someone who's in front of a screen all day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're 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 their memory is like 30 seconds. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Their their focal point is like 30 seconds. So, of course, if you're saying something intricate, by the time you get done, it's out the window. Mm-hmm. But if you hear yeah, 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 it catches them and they feel it. They don't care what you're saying. So, as far as the state goes, I just feel like it's going to come back around where it's going to be. You know, you got cats like J. Cole. That's how I was just about to bring up J. Cole. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You have people that, that's, that, that are lyrical, that are doing it. It's just... It's just waves. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I have nothing negative to say about and it. And I think the scene I, I think the scene is exactly where it's always been. I think that we're getting older and our access to information has changed. Mm. Um, because, you know, we come up in what we consider to be the golden era. You know what I mean? Like, 90s hip-hop for me, that was my era. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Early the DMX, Jay-Z's, yeah, like early cash money before whatever happened to cash money. Um, that's But hip-hop's where it's always been. There's always been this type of music, and there's always been... The other style of it. I love I love the fact that it's keeping the culture alive. Hip hop is still alive. Mm-hmm. But just like it was in the nineties, there was rappers I didn't like. There's mm-hmm. a lot of these new rappers I don't like, but there's some new rappers that I do like. Mm-hmm. And I think it's always been that way. I think our access to it has changed because mm-hmm. we have social media. And that's what's creating that's why me personally, I don't like the climate of it because we're getting the stuff that's getting fed to us is not to me the type of stuff we need to be hearing. But at the same time, it's always been that way. Because in the 90s, you had two live crew, you had Uncle Luke on the radio, but <laughs> yeah, you also exactly. had Tupac on the radio. Yeah, true. And what the, right now, mm-hmm. I guess the problem is, is that it's out of balance. Mm-hmm. Because now when you turn the radio on, you don't hear J. Cole on the radio unless he's on a feature on someone else's song. Mm-hmm. You don't hear J. Cole's singles. You, don't, you know what I'm saying? Kendrick, yeah. you get him a little bit, but he has to like do something super pop to yeah. get there. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's, where the, that's the only issue that I have personally is it's kind of out of balance. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think I can agree with that. Absolutely, for sure. Because um, growing up, I was I was into hip hop. You know, I, I remember the first time, uh, like I heard Dre Day. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. like, like the, the original Chronic, right. and uh, and also like the first time I heard like a Bone Thugs or something like mm-hmm. that. You right. know, like right. a, I'd sit down and try to write, mm-hmm. pick out everything that they were saying. And I think just know. now it's just not to cut you off. Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, I think just now it's before. It's like you just have to you just have to pick through the carts uh, crates like the, how the old DJs they would go through the crates and find the albums. 
we're in, we're we're in an era now. It's a gift and a curse because now we can just look on our phone and find mm-hmm. what we like. Mm-hmm. You don't need the radio anymore. You yeah. know what I mean. So let let them spoon feed us whatever they want to. We just have to be as the older people and as the pioneers. So of of the next generation, mm-hmm. we have to let them know. Hey. It's better music out there. Mm-hmm. You just don't have to listen to what's hot right now. Yeah. Go find it. Because in coming up for me when I was a young kid, if you sound like somebody else, you're whack. Mm-hmm. You had to, there was no two DMXs. There were DMX, <laughs> you know what I mean? And Jay-Z, Ja Rule kind of like bid it, but then he started singing a little bit. You know what I mean? So everybody had to be different. Now, I don't even think it's about what you say anymore. It's about what you look like. Mm-hmm. And, how much money you got, or how does it look on Instagram? So yeah. that's what kids are into now. And like I say, it's for it's for the young generation. Like me myself, being in my thirties, if I want to find music that that I like, I have the ability to go look up somebody and do it. So it's just about using what you have now to yeah. wet your palate and find out mm-hmm. what you. Like. But I think that the, the the culture in itself is fair. It's it's exactly where it's always been. Like not just hip hop music. If you think about music, music's always been a reflection of the times. And if you think about the music, let's just stick with hip-hop. If you think about the music that's being presented, the music that's being made by... Hip-hop's a young man's sports. So think about the culture in which they're living in right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we was coming up, if you was a junkie, you was a clown. Like, we made drug dealer music. Mm -hmm. Now they make drug user music. Mm -hmm. So it's a reflection of the time. The reason we don't... Our generation doesn't like this generation's music. It's because it's a different generation. It's a sign of the times. That's all it is. You can't say it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. It's a reflection yeah. of what's actually happening right now. Yeah, we had a conversation about that. <laughs> that just I think that episode came out today, right? It did. With uh, with Dan with Dan Collins and um, and, and a young guy named Zach Lewis about how. Uh, Zach's not very excited about the current state of the music industry, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I kind of had to play devil's advocate with him a few times because the, the consumer wants what the consumer wants, and that's the exact exactly. same way of you just saying it's a refl- it's a sign of the times, it's a reflection of the times. Um, but but it is, I don't know, it is kind of bizarre to me because like, what's your take on Kanye right now? Boy, listen. <laughs> well, why you had to bring Kanye? Boy, listen. <laughs> they know not to bring Kanye up. <laughs> Let me, go ahead oh you, you, you talk, I think bro. Kanye is exactly who Kanye has always been he mm-hmm. just doesn't have a handler anymore mm-hmm. I think Kanye always been crazy as shit yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. I think that Kanye is brilliant but I think Kanye is crazy as shit he just had his mama and a lot of that crazy shit he's doing now his mama was like hell no. Nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when she died, when she died, it was over. And there ain't no, you can't stop crazy, fam. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't stop crazy. <laughs> True. Like, True. Like, a real crazy person, you yeah. can't do nothing with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? True. Kanye, crazy, but he's brilliant. He's brilliant, but he's crazy. Like, I don't think that Kanye knows how to articulate the things that are happening in his mind. Yeah, probably. I think Kanye is a genius when it comes to music. When it comes to fashion, well, I don't really like his fashion, but I, he's a genius <laughs> when it comes to fashion and music. When it comes to just having common sense and being a smart individual, he's dumb. Mm-hmm. He, You can be a genius in some aspects and be stupid as shit in another aspect. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to tell you like this. Even if I believed, which I don't, if I believed slavery was a choice, there is no way I would get on TV and say that shit. Mm-hmm. No matter what. And that's the disconnect when you think of somebody that has sense and someone that's stupid. You ever met somebody who's like really, really good, uh, book smart, right? But then when it comes to like common sense of life, they're dumb as shit. Yeah, I know several. That's him. Mm -hmm. He's a savant in the things that he is, but when it comes to natural life and people, 
He's stupid. Yeah. Just like he said, when his mom, his mom had a rain on him, like, yo, he was still crazy then. He was crazy. Hey, man, fuck. calm your dumb ass down. You know better than that. Mm-hmm. Sit your stupid ass down. Now there's nobody that can control him. Mm-hmm. And he's he can just go say what he wants to. And he mm-hmm. was one of them Kardashians. Right. And and this, I just feel like he's I don't think he's lost. I think he's like you say, he's always who he's been. He's always been arrogant. He just has the money now on the platform to be as stupid as fuck as he want to. Yeah. Yeah, because just let loose. Right. Because how can you call yourself a free thinker, but then you want to go get lipo? Yeah. Like you're not a free thinker. <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. But see, y'all trying to make sense. Y'all trying to make sense out of crazy, bro. <laughs> Kanye crazy for I don't even know that Kanye believe the shit he be saying. He I believe think that shit, I'm man. talking about when he say it, he, he might shit. believe that shit. He believe that shit. But I don't know that he believe that shit like tomorrow. But isn't, you know isn't what, what but, but, but when the things... But when the things that he's saying are damaging, right? Yeah, that's right. when it becomes a but problem. See, that's, that's because when it's we not gave a crazy motherfucker Kanye. a platform. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's not about like yeah. you said. It's not just about Kanye. That shit he's saying is dangerous, yeah. bro. Like somebody need to sit him down and be like, "Yo, take his microphone away. Sit your dumb ass down." Because Kanye West is intelligent to dumbass people. Mm-hmm. People yeah. with sense are like, I agree with that. "I'm not buying this shit." Yeah. No matter if you if you on this side of is the that why the president likes him. I'm yeah. telling you, the same reason we got the president we got now is the same reason that what Kanye says is dangerous because some people, they're so easily influenced. Like when mm-hmm. they hear or see something, especially as someone that they, they consider to be somebody, right? they're so easily influenced. But I don't, it's definitely damaging, but it's like, and I hate to sound like I'm sticking up for Kanye. Please don't. Because I'm not sticking up for Kanye. <laughs> Kanye is crazy as fuck. But what I'm telling you is I don't even think Kanye even be... I think Kanye be coming up with his platforms and what he think as soon as they ask the question. Like, I don't think Kanye actually thinks about this shit no, he stupid. says, bro. Because he'll say one thing in one interview and then say something completely different in the next interview. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kanye know. I think he be his brain just crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, Kanye, yeah. But, I mean, I still, if 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 we got to deal with this Kanye to get those first three albums. I'm, I'm not listening to nothing Kanye do. <laughs> nothing. Because them first three albums was serious. He can make a college man. dropout 2.0. I'm not I'm not downloading it. Yeah. No, nah, he's 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 out of there for me. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, man, I also have a theory. Man. I have a theory that, that black men need to stay the fuck away from the Kardashians, man. Fat. <laughs> I think that human <laughs> beings need to stay away from them. What are you talking about? Well, well I mean, look, look, fucking Odom. Ended up in a fucking mental institute, yeah, right? Like, what happened with Reggie Bush? Yeah, right. He was a stud, and then, <laughs> done. Right? Look, look what happened to Kanye. Hey, man, they it's vaginas like got curses on it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but Tristan uh, Tristan Thompson, is that? Uh, yeah, no? the Cavaliers? Man, center? he broke yeah. the code. He told me shit. I don't count yeah, cheating did it. and all that shit. <laughs> Tristan Thompson, <laughs> different, crazy. though. The only one that did it was Ray J. Now, it might be something with Ray J's penis, because... <laughs> nah, he, he's still addicted, too, because Ray J put be it on. randomly dropping songs. Bruh. I hit it first. Get <laughs> Nick Cannon was with him. He ain't he ain't go crazy. I'm staying away from the bitches though. I don't care. <laughs> if I if I if one of them walked in this room right now, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. I'm just keeping it real, dog. Cause you can't even bring one of them hoes in my studio. Anything man. to be just touch. But you know, I will say this one thing. This white men are smart in that situation. Cause they don't mess with white men. And it, because they know they like, oh, they fucking them black dudes up. I'm finna stay over here. <laughs> fuck that. Y'all can have that. I'm just trying to figure out that whole situation. Like, I don't, I, maybe I don't have enough information on it, but I'm trying to figure out how a bunch of bitches can get famous for having no skill set. Bro, they like, made a deal with the pussy devil and was like, <laughs> line this shit with gold and we gonna turn them out. That's what it is. And they've been doing it, bro. 
Yeah, I mean, you could even take it as far back as uh, as when uh, when their pops represented OJ. Yeah, straight <laughs> you know? up, like, straight up. And we think Chloe that might be OJ's baby. She, she looked no, a little black. No, <laughs> no, All the no, surgeon no, in the world that knows she had my nose, bro. I don't no, care what nobody said. I was saying, I don't she know, had bro. my nose, but it's definitely something. That bitch six two. Hey. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man! You can't tell me that ain't OJ, baby. Y'all get, y'all miss me with that shit. Oh my god, that ain't OJ. That's OJ, baby. She the juice with the. Pope. Hey, she might be though. Ain't no might. something definitely going on with that family though. Like they got something now, going. Let me on, tell you bro. something before we skip topics. Let me tell you something. If you can be a whole man, you see what happened to Bruce Jenner. He turned the whole bitch out here. You feel me? So anybody that could be Mister America. <laughs> Do all this triathlon, uh, you know, a semi god to people, and then after a while, you wake up at fifty, and this is no not to the LGBTQ community. I love y'all too. Please don't buy my album. <laughs> but um, <laughs> if you just wake up at 50, 60 years old, you like, bro, you know what? I don't even need this dick no more. I'm out of. I'm done. Hey it's man, something he don't look with happy with no dick though. <laughs> I don't. Y'all seen that last picture of him? He at the party. He went there with his daughter. He looked like he just so miserable. Like this party's whack. I don't want to be a bitch no more. That's how he. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody uh, talking to I'm me. I'm scared yeah. of them Kardashians, bro. There's something wrong with them, bro. I'm telling you. I don't even watch the show because when I watch the show for too long, I want to do weird shit. So I just, <laughs> I just stay right. away from them, See. bro. I promise you, dog. No, nope. I, I can honestly say I'm one of the few people that have never watched that show. Don't. You might cut all your dreads off. Nah, <laughs> them Kardashians, they dead trip, bro. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I've really watched the show either. Is it still on? Is it, I don't know. Show? I don't watch it. I don't watch TV, so I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I it, think Kardashians are like you know that shit that was going around with the little kids, and they was talking about the, making the kids kill themselves. Oh, the Momo. The Momo. Momo. Have you heard yeah, about that? No, I asked him about it last week, and I, I couldn't boy, figure out what it was. So creepy. I, that shit. That be. I think. I think out. Momo is a Kardashian. <laughs> I think Momo is a hey, fucking man, Kardashian. Cut take, man, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Momo is a Kardashian. Dog for kids. Y'all keep fuck that. Man. Hey man, <laughs> hey that Momo shit wild though. Yeah, that's man. some wild shit. She like I, I can't even see it when they was putting that shit on Facebook. I had to like unfollow that shit because that shit was fucking me up just looking at it. Like that bitch crazy. Like just imagine like, wake, imagine wake up and that bitch is just right there. So same in the same note. Imagine waking up and and Chris Jenner is right there. Momo's a Kardashian dog. <laughs> without the without the surgery, give that little give that dog bitch some surgery. What is Momo exactly? I know it's like the creepy understand. face or whatever, but I don't understand it's what it is. It's just a statue, right? It's, it's a like statue. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a statue. But they say that it will pop up on kids like videos and have kids like killing themselves. Apparently, bro. like some kids done killed themselves off of watching some shit. But I like we talk about a fear tactics because I've never. I ain't, I ain't never, never seen, seen Momo just pop up until Straight everybody up. started talking about Momo, and then now Momo everywhere. But my kids, you know, I got three daughters, so we clearly, when this shit happened, we got to talk about this. You see this bitch, turn it off. <laughs> 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 like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my kids said they already knew what Momo was. So, like, apparently, it's whatever it is, it's targeted towards children specifically, because I don't know no adults that's just watching their YouTube. But you notice, you notice no, no black kids' parents got killed. Nah, we know better. First of all, we'll be Momo ass. She hey, I bet your black kid was, the Momo was like, kill your parents. The black kid was like, fuck Hell you. No. <laughs> Got me fucked up. Bye, click. What you watching? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Straight up. Well, kids, uh, I, that's an, that's one thing that's been new to me too is like kids aren't watching TV anymore. They're watching YouTube. YouTube everything. Yeah. That's, that's it. Right. You know, they have their little tablets and they watch right. that shit for hours. Right. Mm-hmm. Netflix, all day. Hulu. Uh, man, my niece, my niece, my niece is three. She'll be three in July. She knows how to grab her tablet, cut it on, watch what she want to watch. Dog, that shit is crazy, man. 
It's a different time. Mm-hmm. They they teach me. My daughters be teaching me shit about my own damn phone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause my daughter got an iPhone. She be she the one showed me the bitmojis and all that crap, yeah. man. Like, it's it's a different. Like like we talk with the music. It's a sign of the times. It's different, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, y- y'all can have it. That's the only, that's the last one I have though. So, oh, you uh, gave us to, one bottle of water. Have, that's for the, I was <laughs> out, man. Bro, that, that's that Kardashian. <laughs> I ain't used to being treated like this, bro. I ain't even gonna put my mouth on it, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I had to use my own. Uh, I had to bring my own this time. I appreciate it though, man. You know, I'm gonna have to get some too because my mouth dried up. Hey, man, that's why I ain't put my mouth on it, dog. Pause. I was looking out for you. <laughs> It's a. I wouldn't even worry about that. You Drink, know, drinking water without your lips no. is a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye for president. Yeah, that's, oh, that's crazy. That have you seen that video circulating with him now about the church services that he's putting on? Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen that? No. He's doing he's what? Put, he's putting on these private church services, and it's it's like, um, is he preaching? One hundred and fifty. He's like leading the the choir. It's like 150. See if you can find that for me real quick, Shane. You can't? Oh, okay. What the hell is he talking about? Our internet's out. It's, it's him like do, doing the music. Like he's oh, doing the music. Oh, you're talking about when he was like in the all worship. white. Remember when we yeah. was in Africa with the red oh. hair? Hey, whatever song he working on, though, that bitch going to be hard, though. Mm-hmm. Did y'all see that shit? I mm-hmm. won't be buying it. Oh, that's <laughs> it. Whatever, man. Kanye West would not get nothing from me. Who the hell's buying music anymore? Anyway? I'm not streaming it then. You're not even using <laughs> yeah. my data. I won't even give him none of my data. Nope. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. What's your take on that, the whole streaming thing? I mean, it don't gift really matter how you feel, though. Yeah. You, you, you got to get with it. Like <laughs> It is a gift and a curse because it can put your music out to the masses, but then it's like the back end is like you, you really ain't making no money off of it. Mm-hmm. But at the end yeah. of the day... I'm gonna hit the road, you know. We gonna hit the road. I'm saying, man. You know what I'm saying. So it it really doesn't matter. It's just all about any artist that's listening to this. It's just really about you. Just gotta find your niche and go with it. Like, mm-hmm. You know, streaming is good because if you know how to use it, you can tell where you're getting streamed at the most, and then you can plan your tour dates for like that. Like okay, that in some some Arkansas, we getting twenty thousand right. streams a day. So if I'm about to hit the road, I need I need to go to such and such Arkansas. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. So you just gotta them. you just gotta know how to use what they're giving you, because it's all against us anyway. It's, it's and, and, and 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 young people, if you say you a hustler, then don't complain about the money and streaming, because a hustler gonna hustle. So no matter what, if you're a creative person and you have any hustle in you, you are gonna make money with this shit anyway. You know what I mean? It's just the money is different. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But most of these people that's complaining about streaming, y'all wasn't making no money before streaming was a thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you're going to make money, you're going to make money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And the thing about mm-hmm. it is we in this era where, like, the old shit is cool. Like, if it's ret- retro, yeah. you know what I mean? It's cool. Like, people say, like, CDs are outdated. Well, shit. I mean, this motherfucker by ourselves moved, like, 4,000 mm-hmm. units yeah, of a up. CD. Whether people stream it, they still stream in the music, but people feel like, hey, a hard copy is still a hard copy, mm-hmm. whether they listen to it or not. Mm-hmm. So you're going to make money if you sell your product. People overcomplicate. They, they complicate it. It's like, dude, if you sell it, somebody's going to buy it. The problem is people complain about it. You ain't got nothing to sell. <laughs> <laughs> they can't buy it if you ain't got nothing to sell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what's your uh, what's your plan for like marketing for the for the new city? Because I mean, I sure I'm sure you guys know that's a huge part of it. Like you can release oh, something, yeah. and if you don't have a plan for uh, for you know the release, marketing mm-hmm. it to the yeah. proper places. It, that's usually where like gone. I 
do the most, I believe, I say. I am really, like, the most when it comes to, like, coming up with ideas of what to do. And, like, I'm not going to give too much of the game away. Yeah, but I say we can't tell yeah, too much. But we, 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 have a, we have a thing that works, and we usually, like, start about a month, two months out, and then we go, you know, and we ram up marketing. But I usually come up with stuff on the whim. Like, I'll call him at, like, 4 in the morning, and I'll text him. Like, I'll text him at 4 in the morning, like, yo, call me when you get up. Mm. And he'll yeah. call me thinking something. I'll be thinking wrong. something happened. Who we got killed? Yeah. What and happened? I'm, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, what if we put a camel out front of the studio? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Just and he'll be like, all right, let me see what we can do. And like, you know, he'll crunch the numbers or whatever. But you, marketing is definitely important. And but we live in a we live in a society now where a lot of that marketing is social media. You know, and once you figure that out, it's not up to me to give out the game for that, but. Once you figure out your social media and you mm-hmm. figure out your niche and you figure out how, you, what to do, that's the way to go. But I will give you guys one secret, man: merchandise. Mm-hmm. If if you have if if your product is good, get your merchandise. Have mm-hmm. your merchandise because when your albums ain't selling and all that, your merchandise will move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just about how you put out your merchandise. Like we we're in the studio every day having meetings. We we have talks. Every day, and we're just always discussing what worked on the last thing, what worked on this one. How to focus a certain level right. of focus there has to when be. When we put this video out, okay, we reached fifteen thousand people. What did we do different from the last video that reached thirty thousand people? And you just go back, like I call it studying game tape. I'm I'm like psycho when it comes to that stuff. Like I watch our shows after we do shows, I watch our performances for like the next two days, mm. and see what I did. Where can I stand? Where can I move? Because it's hard to tell five other different grown men what to do. But me watching it, I know where I can go to make them better so mm-hmm. it looks better. So I'm always doing that, and I'm always in constant contact with him like, yo, hey, let's try this, or let's do this, or what What do you think about that? And then he's able to tell me because he's the he's the, he's the the literal guy. He's the analytics guy. So My he, job's to execute. Yeah. If, if we can simplify it, my job's to execute. So, yeah, I'll come up with an idea, but my gift is the technical things. Mm-hmm. Like, when there is an idea, I know how we can execute it. Yeah, or I can present <clears throat> the problems and yeah, almost an almost an well. almost a, an organizer as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like uh, if yeah. You're, like if you're talking from the film side, like a producer, right? Basically, and that's exactly. what my card says, executive uh-huh. producer. That's okay. what I do. I mean, you give me the idea. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. I this is how we gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in terms of the marketing, back to your original question. Um, like I said, we can't give all the game away because game is meant to be sold, not told. But I can say this: um, if I was going to be in a teaching mode, I would say the number one thing when rolling out anything, music, a film, a clothing line, that I see young people, the mistake I see young people making is they want everything for free. If Mm. you want your project to do well, you have to be willing to invest a budget on the front end and play the equity game. If you're not willing to get your money on the back end, you're not going to win in today's game. Mm-hmm. In today's game, you got to put the money up. Mm-hmm. You got to take that risk. You might not make a damn dollar. But if you don't spend money to get your product in front of the people that need to see it, you're not going to make that shit. That is mm-hmm. a fact. Well, yeah. yeah, and I know so many people who spent 12, 13, 14K on a record. Yeah. And when it's time to release, all their funds have been depleted. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather take then what are you gonna do? 1,400 right. of that and work mm-hmm. on my album and use the rest on market. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because it, it's definitely right. got to be considered. It's definitely do. And you also, and to piggyback on what he said, you, 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 have, you have to build the expectation of it too. Because a lot of artists, they just put out an album, I'm hot, go buy it. It comes out tomorrow. Thanks. 
what am I buying? Mm-hmm. What am I buying into? I don't even know you for real. You know what I mean? So you have to you have to build the anticipation of what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. why should I do this? Even if they buy it and they don't like it, mm-hmm. you've built up this suspense of like, I gotta find out what's up with this. Mm-hmm. And the more people that are in that, because nobody wants to feel left out of anything, right? So it's like, yo, what's up with this Strangers Brotherhood built this album? Why are all these people got these t-shirts? Then it's where can I get a t-shirt right. from? Oh, they, they got an album coming out? What can I, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. And we did it like um with the DZ project, we 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 presented our product before the product by introducing the shirts. Yeah. On this album, we had went almost three years without dropping new music. So it, the, the the we knew that the thought in people's minds was, what are they going to do or are they doing anything? So how we attacked it this time, instead of let's put out a merch, let's drop a video. We literally dropped a music video out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And now people know we have an album coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that anticipation is now, the buzz is back because we were silent for so long. We weren't telling people, hey, we're working. Hey, we're working. Hey, we're working. No, we just didn't say shit. Mm-hmm. And then we dropped some shit on their ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and, and you got to do what works for you. I'm not saying take our blueprint, because right. clearly our blueprint changed from album to album. Mm-hmm. It's just you have to be able to recognize what's right in front of you, see what it is, and then make a move based on what you have. Mm-hmm. Every time it's different. Yeah. You know so, what, what, what are you going to have a release show, too? We are. Yeah. Okay. April 19th, the April same day it comes 19th. out. Same Green Door Music Hall. Right on. Yep, Green and, Door and Music Hall. And any artist out there who needs any help, we do do consultations, so mm-hmm. if you need some help. Uh, and we run a studio in downtown Fort Walton, Elevate mm-hmm. Underground Studios, right downtown by KC Sandbar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find our page on social media, Elevate Underground, mm-hmm. Emerald Coast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is, it, is it a free show? Is it tickets? What? Um, it'll be $10 oh, at the door, but your admission will get you a copy of the album when you walk in. Oh, right on. Mm-hmm. That's a good deal. Yeah. For sure. That definitely takes, you know, because especially that's another really hard thing about being where we're from. We've already right. kind of discussed some of the uh, some of the issues you have. People don't want to pay to get in. Yeah, they right. don't. They don't. So well, see, with our events, man, and, and you know this, mm-hmm. with our events, like, yeah, we get the some people that just kind of heard about it, but, like, we worked hard for years. We built a core fan base. Mm-hmm. So we can charge $10 at the door, and people are going to pay it because we know everybody that shows up are mm-hmm. there for us. It's not like, right. oh, well, how much, what's the cover? Nah, you can't, you're going to pay whatever because you're here to see us, and we know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We know that, and they know when they come to our event, they're going to have a good time, and it's not just about us. It's about all of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But in today's era, you got to do that. You got to have your core. You got to pander to your core. Like, that's one thing about social media. You know, social media is people try to get on social media and try to get new fans. That's not what it's for. To me, social media is about pandering to the fans that already like you. You know what I'm saying? You give them content there. You know what I mean? And then they tell other people. Mm -hmm. That's how you get the new fans. At least that's my perspective. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, pandering to your core, we see that happen everywhere. I mean, a classic mm-hmm. example of that is how we have the current president we have. <laughs> you know, he picked true. out a very specific he set did. of yep. people mm-hmm. and said, I'm going to say some wild shit, shit that yep. only these people are going to like. And somehow, right. Yeah. You know, he's a, in, 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 a, in a sense, in that aspect, he's genius. You would never hear me say that again. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but in that aspect, it was because nah, you were all, all he did. Was he took a demographic of people that are subsequent, uh, that are uh, substantially looked over, mm-hmm. you know the whatever you want to call them the redneck the the lower middle class whatever because you got to think when this is agenda what it's a black agenda it's a gay agenda it's this but these 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 group of people have been looked over for years right mm-hmm. and then you have this guy that comes in and he makes them feel important like we're gonna make America great again we're gonna uh, you know what I'm saying right. and they're like. 
You're darn right we are. That's he basically <laughs> found the ostrac the uh, what's the word ostracized people yes. like the people the the forgotten ones. Yes, the forgotten exactly. ones like you said, but the ostracized like because you know we you know we've been dealing with the minority like all the minority stuff in the country like how we've been oppressed et cetera et cetera et cetera et cetera. Mm-hmm. But there's this whole different group of right people right that they don't get no like, attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they feel like they're the minority. Right. Like you know what I mean. And that's what he did, <clears throat> and that's what he catered to. But now it's like shit. We are we don't fucked up. You know what I'm saying? We fucked up big time now. And you know what I tell him? Y'all voted for him. Y'all got to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> See, but I, what I, what I'm seeing as far as that goes is I, a lot of a lot of people are doubling down, tripling down on a really bad fucking bet. <laughs> for real, they are because they can't. You, it, right. the, the way I describe it to people is you have you have three kids, right? You yeah. have you have I don't know if you have, have kids, one, yes. but I know you have a niece. Mm-hmm. Um, if your kid's being an asshole. Yeah. It's your job to hold that kid responsible. Right. Facts. All right. So, so just like if you vote for someone who's doing some outlandish shit, mm-hmm. I feel like it's your responsibility to hold them accountable, not just double and triple down on it and say, right. "Oh, well, that's how I believe now." Right. Right. You know, and and where it gets really hard for me, where the most just insane part about it is. Um, I, I know some people who are who are good, good people. Mm-hmm. De- you know, they're, and they're they're dedicated to their church, their mm-hmm. families. Good, you know, mm-hmm. who've been followers of Christ their whole right. life, and they can justify everything that this guy is doing is the exact opposite mm-hmm. of what? of what Christ taught, taught yeah. and, and 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 all that. And it's, it's the exact opposite. I don't get the disconnect. Yeah, I don't. I don't get how you can kind of uh, say no, no, no. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You know it's, what? It's, it's the opposite of what Something my grandma taught. used to tell yeah. me. It's a pill that everybody wants, but it's hard to swallow, and that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be like, I told you so, mm-hmm. right? and have to that's swallow right. that pill that's of exactly. I told you so. Mm-hmm. Nobody and wants to say what it was wrong. Fast. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, because uh, you know, I did, it with, I did it with it with my fiance. She can, I remember one time we got in an argument when I was like, this is wrong, blah, blah, blah. And she looked it up and found that it was right, and I was just like, well, that's what that's that's what I was always taught. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's right there in black and white. I'm wrong as shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But people hate that pill, man. Yeah. And they rock they rock so hard for for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, it's gonna be better. This and there's a lot of people putting. Nobody wants to put their foot in their mouth. So it's like, what the hell? With I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride it out now. We driving off the cliff. Fuck it. Buckle up. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you know, like with, with with Darwinism. You know, like we talk about Darwinism mm-hmm. and the survival of the fittest, but there's like. There's things about human psychology, like, and there's been studies on it. Like, there are the majority of people, and this is an s- actual study, would rather die than change something. It's the same thing, like admitting that you're wrong. Like, people, you know, when you smoke these damn cigarettes, you're gonna fucking die. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep smoking these bitches anyway, cause I like, you know, what I'm saying, like, people would rather die than change something, even when presented with facts. So, or some shit that'll hurt you. Yeah. I, I see that was a good example. I like that. That was a good example. Man, just I got one. I'm gonna change. <laughs> Fuck that. I ain't trying. To, I'm trying to live long. They let me. But yeah. it is what it is with that guy, man. I don't. I don't know. Him yeah. and Kanye both. I mean, I don't even feel like I got a president right now. If I be talking about President Trump, I, bro, like even in my family, we don't even call him President Trump. Yeah. We call him 45. Like that's he's. I, we. I don't feel like I got a president. I ain't really seen my life change anyway. I just be on social. <laughs> I don't see none of the crazy shit this motherfucker do until I get on social media. Mm-hmm. And everybody's right. talking about Trump. Uh, outside, I sell tacos for a little. Shout out to your one flesh. Um, <laughs> shameless plug, you feel me? But I sell tacos, so it's like you know what I'm saying. Like I go to work every day. I go to the studio. We make music. We make magical things happen. I ain't really seen my life change mm-hmm. anyway. But I can say the same thing about when Obama was president. Yeah, 
but, but I, I love do, Obama, but I, I do think the life. things he's putting in, and the thing people don't understand about like presidency and picking somebody, it's not going to affect us directly. It's down the line. Yeah. These laws that they making and yeah, like you know what I'm saying, term. and what he's doing, it's long term. Mm-hmm. So we might not see it. Our kids may not see it, but our grandkids, they ain't going to show feel the effects mm-hmm. of what this dude doing. I was talking with Shane on the way over here, and I've I've mentioned this several times now. I think that they're just like you can't vote until you're 18. Mm-hmm. I think there should be a maximum voting age because mm-hmm. I think it's wrong mm-hmm. that people who are on their on their way yeah. out are making policy decisions right. that they are never going to have to right. live with. That's a fact. You know? That's so, a fact. like, I would say, like, I don't know, what's the average age? Okay, mm-hmm. that. You know, that's it. If you make it past there, that's all bonus time. Congratulations. Right. <laughs> you fucking did it. But you don't get to vote anymore. You don't right. get to decide the way right. that, that I'm going to have to live. Because like you said, a lot of a lot of the decisions that are being ra- made right now, mm-hmm. we aren't going to have to deal with the consequences for at least a decade. Yeah, that's real. Those that's people are going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Those be- and, and, they, and, the, and the crazy thing about it is uh, your, your population from 60 to 80, like, 90% of them fucking vote. Right. Where where you're 18 to 35, 40% mm-hmm. of them right. vote. 35, mm-hmm. 40% right. of them up. vote. So it's so imbalanced. You have people who don't give a shit, who'd rather just watch the world burn because they aren't going to be here for right. it, uh, making decisions on policy that unfortunately mm-hmm. we, have to, we have to stick around and try to clean right. up. Right, because it goes back to the whole make America great again thing. When you bring up the age, the people that's voting back when they was kids, America was a little different. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's say make it a, America it great for who? It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't as, let's say, wasn't as much sugar in the Kool-Aid when uh, they was young. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now, it's a little more sweeter in the Kool-Aid, and they're like, nah, we're doubling down, and this is what we're doing. You're going to be dead, and we still got to live with this. Yeah, yeah. And you know it's that I mean? same principle that comes back around where we're making, you got, like you said, you got old people making decisions or yes. trying to make decisions, but they're not even aware of where the world is now. Mm-hmm. This is a different time. Every dog, the world is different now than it was ten years ago. Drastically, yes, drastically. Yes. Like I remember when I graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. I think I remember by 2014 the world was so much. Remember the phone you had when you graduated high school mm-hmm. versus the phone you had when you graduated from college. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, and it's <clears throat> it's happening uh, exponentially faster. Fast. Like if you look at the difference from 1600 to 1700, mm. from 1700 to 1800. Right. Now, yeah. if you look at the difference from the year 2000 right. to 2019, it's a completely different environment. Mm-hmm. Facts. Dude, yeah. we're sitting here with a fucking computer hooked up, and we're about to blast this to whoever wants to hear it. Right. Anybody, anywhere. anybody, in anywhere in the you mm-hmm. know in the world except for maybe North Korea can <laughs> listen to our podcast. You know, yeah. um, so it's it's just it's just. A whole different place that a lot of the like and like you said they have no comprehension yeah. Yeah. Uh, of what they're doing man it's wild yeah. it's fucking crazy but hey, anyway man, what it is though i mean pray for us <laughs> hey man. Shit, man i mean what you gonna do all this shit crazy man it's always been crazy though mm-hmm. like I, I i try to keep all that in perspective like at what point in human history has shit not been crazy like yeah. we are crazy <laughs> we're fucking crazy motherfuckers yeah. dog like I can't think of a time where shit was just all good, where it just wasn't no wild shit mm-hmm. going on. Right. You know what I mean? I ain't been alive forever, though. You know what I'm saying? That's true. You haven't. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, cool. What else What else do people know that we haven't to- need to know that we haven't touched on? April 19th, album coming out. Video's out. You can see it on out. YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh-huh, all how that. Can, how can everyone follow you? Uh, Instagram, strangers underscore EU. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all, everything, even on Facebook. If you just put that. At strangers underscore EU, our okay. page, the strangers of Elevated yeah. Underground will mm-hmm. pop up. Okay. We, we also have a website, uh, strangerseu.com, where you can go get your merch if you want your merch. If uh, you're not in the area, we can ship it to you. Um, you see our personal bio, uh, bios, get to know us, and yeah, that's 
Cool. Are there pre-sale tickets available? Can you get them at Green For the Room? album release? Mm-hmm. Not yet. It's all at the door. But there will Not be pre-sale? Yet. There will be Not a pre-sale? Yet. There will be pre-sales for the album, and if mm-hmm. you have that album, you'll be able to get it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cool. The album so. gets you. And you get, an arm, you get a cool armband when you walk it, in the door, too. Right on. Isn't Ian run, isn't, isn't Green Door 100% Ian's now? It yeah, is. I believe so. It, yeah. is. it yeah. is. Don't mess with Ian. Hey, yeah, man, Ian guy. always show good love, though. <laughs> I he's love you. Oh, yeah. Big Ian? Yeah, yeah Big Ian. He's a good guy. And just, just too, just just Green Door, shout out to Green Door is just, you know, everything. Like, he's he's cool to work with. Like, he lets us, you know, for our shows, have our reign. But, like, just giving us a shot. Because, like I say, we mm-hmm. there was no venues, you know what I mean? And, you know, TJ from TJ to Rich to Ian now, like, they gave us a shot, and we made it our home. It's our yeah. home. So, yeah. Anytime we bring somebody down, we're not going to no other venue. We're going to bring them there no matter how many they can fit. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a big shout out to them. So we appreciate them for real down there. The yeah, Green that's Dorf. love, man. Mm-hmm. Green Dorf. That's all. That's the that's, Green Dorf, that's the whole the staff man. and everything. Up, yeah, man. They, cool. They're dope. Straight up. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah, I appreciate man. your time. I mean, this is awesome. Sure. And y'all keep doing your thing. You need anything from us ever, bro. Yeah. Just holler at Thank us. Let us know. Real talk. Yeah. For sure, yeah. for sure. And anytime you guys have something big coming up, just let us know. Yeah, yeah. We'll come on here and gotcha. talk about it for sure. Yeah. Oh, and shout out to our cameraman. We keep with us, Clint. He on his phone. He ain't even. Him, <laughs> <but> <laughs> you did a real good job of not saying shit, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> he got enough for an edit. Right. Oh, and before we go, the rest of the group. Uh, it's myself, uh, Hollywood Meach, Oblique the Architect, Price on the Mic, Thaddeus Royale, aka the Mad Hatter, Chase Carter. And King Wody. Shout out to the OG. Dude, shout out, shout out, huge shout out to Price. He just put yeah. me on uh, for Bojams. He just, uh, with, with his, the place that he works at, the, the best Word. Western out there, uh, sponsored us and is putting some of our artists in rooms That's for the yeah. Bojams Festival. So, yeah. huge powerful. shout out to him, too, for sure. That's oh, and song. we also have a management company, Dollar Dream Management. We have an art, artist, Miss Audia Stone. She's got some stuff in the works, and we're working on a single for her. She's about to come out, and we got a couple more artists, but that's the main one we got right now. So y'all be on the lookout for that. We got a lot of stuff cooking, man. We got a lot of stuff cooking, yes. Cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Peace. Tip. There's a whole lot of don'ts, but there's one big dude. Listen to this podcast.